here. I don't want to belabor it too much longer. The presence of the Lord is here, and we need to receive a word from the Lord. So will you put your hands together and thank the Lord for Pastor Rashidi Collins, who is coming to preach a word to us tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Y'all not saying nothing. Praise the Lord, everybody. Shout hallelujah if God's ever done anything for you. Amen. So glad to be in California. And I uh, got off the plane and realized that California is hot right now. Amen. But we're going to make it just a little bit hotter tonight by the grace of God. I wish you would turn to your neighbor real quick and tell your neighbor, you look good tonight. Tell him, I didn't come to see you. Holler at somebody across the way, tell him, you look wonderful tonight. But I came to lift up Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Whoever's in charge of the lighting, if you could bring it down just a little bit up top right here. Amen. If you'd stand with me all over the building want to go to the word of the Lord, want to give honor as you're standing to the youth president of NorCal and the youth president of SoCal. Come on, put it together. Brother Sullivan, Brother Salinas, God bless you. Thank God for the youth teams of the respective districts. I understand that the devil is mad tonight because NorCal and SoCal have united. Come, come on now, one of us will chase a thousand, but two of us will put 10,000 to flight. You can't stop a united California. You're not gonna stop one God Jesus name, tongue talking, devil chasing, I'll running children of God from NorCal and SoCal together. Woo. Genesis chapter. Genesis chapter 6, verse 14. I'm going to read a couple of verses of scripture for you from a couple different passages. And I want you to stay with me. I honor your respective superintendents and all the pastors and elders in all of the different regions. God bless you, California. Genesis 6, verse 14. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, and the breadth of it 50 cubits, the height of it 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with the lower second and third stories shalt thou make it. And then Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. They found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower 
which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing shall be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Still reading another scripture for you, Second Chronicles chapter 2, and Solomon determined to build an house for the name of the Lord, Second Chronicles 2, 1, and an house for his kingdom. Solomon told out threescore and ten thousand men to bear burdens, fourscore thousand to hew in the mountain, and three thousand six hundred to oversee them. Solomon sent to Huram, the king of Tyre, saying, As thou didst deal with David my father, and didst send him cedars to build him a house to dwell in, even so deal with me. Behold, I build a house to the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate it to him, and to burn before him sweet incense, and for the continual showbread, and the burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbaths, on the new moons, on the solemn feasts, the Lord of the Lord our God. I want to talk to you from this subject today, and I really feel a burden that God has given to me, not just for this particular conference, but I feel like God is speaking to the entire Pentecostal movement, and it's appropriate that it would start here in California. For make no mistake, what God does in California is going to affect the entire nation. Well, I wish I had somebody that believed that. God chose California to launch the Pentecostal movement. It's in Los Angeles, amen, that Azusa Street where the Holy Ghost was poured out in this nation in a mighty and a marked way where the revival really began to touch. Now I'm speaking prophetically tonight because I believe that God's going to spark something in California that's going to move from California all across the continental United States. I only need a few crazy radical apostolics that believe that you're the one that God has chosen. I need some folks that are not afraid to praise God. I, I need some sisters that are not too cute, not trying to attract nobody but Jesus. I need some brothers that are dance like David for just a little bit and give God the glory and say, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. the light bring those lights down so I can see these young people amen we're going to pray for just a little bit I want you to take the hand of the person beside you lifted to heaven I want you to pray that God have his way in them just like you'd want God to work in you would you lift your voice everywhere in the building let's ask God to have his way thank you father for your grace thank you for your mercy thank you for your precious blood thank you for your name which is above every name at your name Jesus Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Lord Jesus, I pray you move by your spirit. I pray you send healing and deliverance and salvation. I pray you send victory in the house tonight. Oh God, we bind Satan in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we forbid the devil to touch these young people. 
in Jesus' name. We lose the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, have your way. Give the glory. Put the devil under our feet, Lord Jesus. Make us the head and not the tail. Put us in front and not behind. Put us above and not beneath. Thank you that no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper. And Lord Jesus, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, somebody ought to say amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord, all ye people. And shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I want to talk to you from this subject tonight. Arks, towers, and temples. Arks, towers, and temples. Look at your neighbor and say AT&T. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. Musicians don't go too far because we prophesy on the harp so you might... Just stick close by. Amen. The world that we're living in is changing, California. And God has sent me on a mission tonight to speak to the apostolic movement at large. To ensure that as we do the work of God, we do exactly what God has commanded us to do. I don't think we have time now to play games with church. I'm not interested in coming to church and looking cute and being sophisticated. I get worried when church is too quiet. Folk forget how to praise God, forget where God brought them from, what God did in their life, how God made a way for them out of nowhere. I, I get nervous when saints get too quiet. Somebody said, I was born in the fire and I'm not going to settle for the smoke. We are still a one God, apostolic tongue-talking, devil-chasing, aisle-running kind of church. We still praise God until the roof will come off. We still give God the glory and magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And let me just declare in this atmosphere that we've, we've got to let out a certain sound in 2021. We got to let people know that there is only one God and his name is Jesus. It's still Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And if I got some one God believers in the house who still monotheistic, who still believe that Jesus is God and beside him there is no other, I wish you would open your mouth and let California know, hallelujah, what you believe, what you pray to, how you worship. Oh, I feel like shouting a little bit. If, if shouting makes you nervous, you're in the wrong place tonight. The Bible said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. That means you ought to come in here with a shout on your lips, with your hands lifted, ready to dance, ready to give God the glory, ready to give God the praise. You don't need no music. God's been too good to you for you to stand. Stay quiet. Dance to the song that God's already put in your heart. Shout with a voice of triumph. I feel like we ought to just take 30 seconds and let this atmosphere know that we didn't come to play tonight. I wish we could take a few seconds and just wave our hands and clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph and a voice of victory. Where are the praisers? Where are...
Y'all excuse me for just a little bit. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find where the real worshipers are at. Amen. Take somebody by the hand and say, I know it's early in the message, but could you help me dance for just a little bit? Take somebody by the hand and say, I just, I just need somebody to help me be a praise. I, I, I just need somebody to help me bless the Lord. I know it's Wednesday night. We're not supposed to act like that on Wednesday night. We're supposed to wait until Friday. We're supposed to wait until everything is all done. But I just feel something rising up in the Holy Ghost on the first night. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all. I feel like the enemy is already being cast down. I said, I feel like the enemy is already, every time you dance tonight, every time you clap your hands, every time you wave your hands, you're loosing Pentecostal power into the atmosphere. I believe the angels of God are already flying. Hallelujah, with sword out drawn to fight on your behalf. Somebody's church is about to get a miracle. Somebody's youth group is about to be delivered. There's a backslider getting ready to come back because of the praise that is on your lips. Somebody's about to get deliverance. Somebody's family is about to be pulled out of what the enemy is trying to do. Shout! 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 With a voice! I'm really trying to behave myself. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to behave myself at all. Songwriter said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul, my soul, my soul cries out. That's all right. You stay right there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I feel like having church. Tell your neighbor the devil is having a bad night. Tell him the devil is having a bad night and it's about to get worse for him. Jesus already won the battle. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. All right, worshipers, you can stay here. I won't be long. Well, I feel God here. I want to pull up. Can I, can I, can I talk to y'all for a second? I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up a few pictures and show you some people that are trying to change the world right now. But they're doing it without God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? They're trying to change the world right now. God sent me to California because this is where it's all happening. He sent me here to ignite somebody. Because world changing happens here. There's a reason Silicon Valley is here. This is where all the technology come from. All the smartest engineers and the greatest minds operate in California. 
But I just have a feeling the reason there's so much seismic activity happening in California is because what God is really saying is the enemy is trying to duplicate what he started, what God started in the church. I'm going to tell James how you're behaving. There's a guy, there's a guy named Richard Branson. Richard Branson is the head of Virgin Atlantic. Pull up his, pull up his picture. Hit this guy. That's an awesome smile, isn't it? He looks real happy. And, and, and listen, this is not to take away from the accomplishments of the men that I'm about to mention because they work real hard to make it happen. If Pentecostals paid attention to what God has done in us and applied the same level of dedication that these folks apply to things that... So there's a, there's a space race going on. All you California folks, all you smart boys up in here, listen. This guy, Richard Branson, he's the head of Virgin, Virgin Atlantic and, and Virgin Galactic. He just, a couple weeks ago got on his rocket and went out into suborbital space. Are y'all hearing the preacher? He did. Then there's another guy named Jeff Bezos. This other guy, all these guys are billionaires. This guy is the richest man in the world. Looks like Lex Luthor. <laughs> Boy, there's something else, isn't it? We need to check this guy, find out if he has like kryptonite hanging out. Richest man in the world. Head of Amazon. How many of y'all got Amazon? Amazon Prime. Order stuff on Amazon. Dude's worth almost $200 billion. He got on his plane a couple weeks later, and he went into the edge of orbital space. Got on his rocket. Blue Origin. So all the money he makes from Amazon, he pours it into his company called Blue Origin so he can go to space. And then the best one of all, next guy called Elon Musk. This guy. So, so the other guy was Lex Luthor. This guy is Tony Stark. Listen. That's what they call him in engineering circles because he's been involved in almost every technological innovation you can think of. Zip2 was his first company where he made his first millions. Then he graduated from that to PayPal that he co-founded with Peter Thiel. Then he went from that to something called Solar City because he's into solar power. Then uh, Tesla. I like Tesla. <laughs> Electric cars. Are y'all hearing me? He looks for people like you, the smartest, the brightest, the best, and brings them in. And he himself is brilliant, an engineering mind. But all that he's doing, he puts it into something called SpaceX. So he's the second richest man in the world. And right here in California, he got minds together to push forward a rocket company so that he can put people on Mars. In his mind, he is a messianic figure thinking to himself that he was born to save the planet. Because he's trying to get us to move to Mars. His idea is that we need to become a multiplanetary species. In other words, he figures that we need to live out in space. Uh, let me put it in Pentecostal terms. He's trying to get people to heaven. Y'all miss that. Without the Holy Ghost. Without the plan of God. Y'all not preaching. 
Why am I bringing up these characters? All of these are men that are driven by ambition, driven by a sense of purpose, feeling like they're going to change the world. God sent me to find a one God, Jesus name apostolic. To tell you that what you got is greater than what they're building at SpaceX, greater than what they're doing at Blue Origin, greater than what they're doing at Virgin. If I could get Holy Ghost people to realize we got the same job, I'm working right now trying to become a multiplanetary species. What do you mean, preacher? If I can get you filled with the Holy Ghost, if I can get you baptized in Jesus' name, I can get you out of earth. I can get you to glory, but I'm going to do it with God, not with High five about three, three people and tell them I'm going to be the next one. Now let me tie it together real quick because I only got a short time. Can I preach like I feel tonight? Can I talk about it all tonight? So listen. In Genesis chapter 6, something crazy was going on. I'm not going to get in trouble with the CLC folks. We got theologians in here, and they can fix it when I leave. Praise God. Amen. But something crazy is going on. In Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says, The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, took wives to themselves, and out of that came things called Nephilim giants. Now, I don't know what that's all about. I have a few ideas, but I'm going to let you all figure it out. All I can tell you is nothing good is happening there. God said I'm getting ready to destroy everything. I'm getting ready to wipe out everything. But there was a man named Noah, and he said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to build me an ark, and I'm going to save whoever gets on that ark. But you're not going to build it the way you feel like building it. I want you to build me a I want you to build me a vessel too that's designed to move you from the antediluvian world to the world after the flood. I'm, I want you to build me something that's designed to withstand the judgment that's about to come, the cataclysmic stuff that's about to happen. I'm preaching the Pentecostals to remind you that we still believe that Jesus is coming and that there is a judgment coming to this world. It ain't going to be all of people just acting the way they acting and getting away with it. The devil is a liar. Little Nas X is not going to take everybody to hell with him. There's going to be somebody. Boy, can I preach like I feel? There's going to be a holiness church. There's going to be a Jesus name church. There's going to be somebody that makes it to the other side. I'm going to preach everything I feel in the Holy Ghost. The LGBTQ agenda will not destroy. Amen, everybody. Somebody is going to escape. Amen. What's going on with the disease and the pestilence and COVID is not going to kill everybody. Somebody is going to escape. As it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be when the Son of Man comes. Well, Noah was building an ark. Can I tell you that Jesus is building a church right now?
So God told Noah, you build this ark. It's got three stories, upper, lower, and lower. I want you to build it with one door. I want you to build it with one window. And you're going to do it with the wood I tell you to build it with. You don't do it the way you want to do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, quit doing it your way. Preachers, listen to me in the apostolic movement. Amen. We've got to build it according to the pattern that God Almighty gave us. Are y'all preachers hearing me and you young people hear me? We got to build it according to the pattern. Can I, can I tell it like I feel it? Amen. That means we can't bring anything into the church that God doesn't want a part of it. I said we can't bring stuff in here just to make you feel good. We're not interested in tickling your fancy. I want you to be saved. I want you to quit dating that non-apostolic boy. I want you to break... If it's not apostolic, it's not right. What do you mean? If it's not one God, if it's not Jesus' name, if it's not holiness, it's not right. It's not in the pattern. Lord, help me, Jesus. This is how it ties together. He built it, and only eight were saved. So it was a vessel just like Musk wants to build, designed to cause us to survive the cataclysmic apocalypse that is to come. They got over to the other side. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham had children. And out of Ham's line came a guy named Nimrod. Nimrod, the Bible says, was a mighty hunter before the Lord, meaning he hunted the souls of men. He was the first king on the earth. Listen. He was the first man to exhibit the spirit of the Antichrist. He's the one that founded the kingdom known as Babylon. We are dealing today with the spirit of Antichrist and the spirit of Babylon like never before. We are in the end time. It's the church versus Babylon. It's the church versus perversion. It's the church versus wickedness in high places. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And look at you still trying to be cute and still trying to give God a little halfway praise and still trying to God just give God just a little bit of your worship. Boy, I wish somebody had a little bit of Holy Ghost energy tonight. I wish somebody way down at the back would say, devil, I'm not going to follow the spirit of the Antichrist. I'm not going to follow the spirit of Babylon. Curse the spirit of Babylon in the name of Jesus. I just felt something in the Holy Ghost. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, in Jesus' name, we tear down the spirit of Babylon tonight. Somebody go to lifting your hands and tearing down the spirit of Babylon. I got to hurry. I promise you I wasn't going to preach long. I'm trying to hurry. 
Every spirit of witchcraft that's coming against your church right now, in the name of Jesus, we tear down the spirit of witchcraft. Every spirit of perversion that's trying to take out your youth group, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every immoral spirit. We rebuke every spirit of fornication. We rebuke every spirit of ungodly entertainment. Everything that Babylon is trying to send in your direction. Listen, church. So in, in Genesis chapter 11, here comes Nimrod, who is behind this. It's a spirit. And here's what he says, son. He said, well, let's, let's get some brick and mortar and let's build a tower. Why are we building this tower? Because the last time something bad happened, it killed too many people. We're going to do something that will cause us, watch this, to survive whatever God throws in our direction. We're going to build us a tower, put that tower back up, amen, that's designed to go all the way to heaven. And they started. Ziggurats still exist. Some of these things are still around. Different civilizations try to pull it off. I want you all to hear what I'm saying. There is a difference between building an ark and building a tower. Both of them are designed to save you from destruction. But one is inspired by God. And the other one is inspired by the devil. So the question we need to ask ourselves, apostolic movement, I'm on assignment tonight in the Holy Ghost to talk to the United Pentecostal Church, to talk to the apostolic movement beyond the United Pentecostal Church. Anyone that's Jesus' name, any Holy Ghost-filled believer listening to me, hear what God is asking. The question tonight is, what are you building? Are you building an ark or are you building a tower? One of them is the pattern of God. One of them is the pattern of Satan. One of them is inspired by God. One of them is inspired by the devil. One of them, amen, came from hell. And one of them came from heaven. We're all building something. But the question is, what pattern are you following? What are you building? Who's behind your building? Who's using you? Who's inspiring Tap three people and ask them, what are you building? Are you building an ark? Or are you building a tower? Are you building something as a monument to yourself? Are you building something that's designed to glorify God? Because the next time it won't be water, it's going to be fire. But the question is, what you're building, will it take you beyond the fire? Shekomasha. Are you going to be on the right vessel when the fire falls? Will you be trying to climb up a tower? Or will you be in the ark of God? Will you be in a place? I don't know how 
you feel about it? The tower looks shiny. The tower looks pretty. And I'm talking to some apostolics tonight. Amen. Because sometimes in your city, you feel like your church is behind something else. You feel like you're missing out on something. Like the world is doing something and you can't catch up. The devil is alive. It might not look like we're building much. It just looks like a little ark. I know. It doesn't look like a tower. Oh, but when the judgment of God falls, the only thing that's going to be sailing, the only thing that's going to be afloat, the only thing that's going I wish you would tell somebody, I might not look like much to you, but I've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of me, and it doesn't matter what I look like to you. God Almighty is doing a work in my life. I know, I know, I, I know you listening to Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. You think you all of that in a bag of chips with a dip on the side. Amen. But I'm still going to listen to Mark Crowder. Amen. And listen to James Wilson. Well, I'm getting in trouble tonight. The devil is alive. We might as well. Amen. Give God the glory. We might as well separate from the world. You can keep your stuff. I know it sounds good to you, but I'm listening to God. I want to be in the eye. I don't know if I'm going to make it through here tonight. But I feel something rising in the Holy Ghost. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and say, I break off every spirit of the world that is on your life right now. In the name of Jesus, every ungodly song, every ungodly movie, every ungodly entertainment that's been on your timeline, your social media platform, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost is getting ready to do a clean sweep in SoCal and NorCal. The reason why we came together tonight, amen, is God's about to turn this thing right side up or upside down. But it cannot stay the same. It's got to break. It's all right. I don't have I don't have a lot of record in the Old Testament of building programs. There's only a few. God commanded Noah to build an ark. Then God commanded Moses to build a tabernacle. Are y'all hearing the preacher? Did God tell you to do it or are you doing it on your own? I'm preaching to somebody here. When God tells you to do it, you can't do it how you feel like doing it. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, when God tells you to do it, you can't do it how you feel like doing it. God is not like Burger King, baby. You can't have it your way. You got to do it God's way. What pleases God? What does God want to see? What does God want to hear? How does God want me to worship? How does God want me to lift him up? Uh, 
And Solomon decided he's going to build a temple based on David's commandment. David decided, I'm going to build God a house. God said, I didn't ask you to build me a house. But when David decided to build him a house, he said, if you're doing it for my glory, I'll put my hand on it. God gave David the pattern and Solomon built it according to the pattern. We've got to follow the pattern. Exodus chapter 25 verse 40 said we've got to follow the pattern. What is the pattern? That there is only one God whose name is Jesus. That the name of Jesus is above every name. And that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Whether things in heaven, things on earth, or things under the earth. And that there is only one way of salvation. I come to sound a clear sound on this first night. That repentance from sin, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost is the only way. I'm listening to find out if I'm still in an apostolic church because... I'm getting a little bit worried. I said, I'm getting a little bit worried. I came to California to drive it in just a little bit more. I said, there's only one God. God is not a trinity. God is absolutely, unequivocally one. And that there's only one way of salvation. Repentance from sin. Baptism in Jesus' name. The infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That means if you're on your social media platform and all you can talk about is mercy and love and you never tell people that if they don't repent, they don't get baptized in Jesus' name, they don't get the Holy Ghost, that they're going to bust hell wide open, you are a suspect apostolic. Do you have enough evidence on your Instagram to convict you of being apostolic? Or can we just see your dresses and see y'all not talking back to me? Are you just showing off? Are you just taking selfies? Does your TikTok point anybody to Jesus? Or does your TikTok only have worldly songs? You know what I want to see happen? God sent me to tell the young people in California, let's have an apostolic revolution. Let's have an apostolic revolution. What do you mean by that, preacher? I challenge every one of you that has an Instagram, that has a TikTok, that has a Snapchat, to get on there tonight as you're coming out of church and flood the airwaves with one God scriptures. Deuteronomy 6.4. I want y'all to become a hashtag. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Acts 238, Acts 238, Acts 238, Acts 238 on TikTok, Acts 238 on Snapchat, Acts 238 on the bubble, Acts 238 everywhere. And I want you to take it a step further. Holiness is still right. I wish you would put some holiness scriptures out there without which no man will see the Lord. You got to pull your friends out of this mess.
Oh, I'm about to say some stuff now. I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble. I really want to be invited back. I, last time I preached, it took you four years to invite me back. I don't know if I can say what I feel. Young lady, you're still the most beautiful because you're an apostolic Pentecostal. Don't let anybody ridicule you because of the way you dress and because of the way you look. Because you're not trying to carry the spirit of the Antichrist. You're trying to carry the Holy Ghost power in you. You've got to be separated from the world. Don't let these devils tempt you. Look at your neighbor as a neighbor. If you're dating somebody that's not apostolic, break up tonight. Well, I'm getting in trouble already. Let's take it a step further. Turn to your neighbor as a neighbor. If you're dating a backslidden apostolic that won't act right, break up before the conference is over tonight. And tell them I'm Jesus' name, baby. If you gonna love me, you gonna have to talk in tongues. You gonna have to run the aisles. You gonna have to lift your hands. You gonna have to shout hallelujah. You gonna have to magnify God. Cause I'm trying to build God a temple. I'm trying to be in the ark. I'm not trying to be in your tower. in trouble can I keep talking like this or? it's gonna be real hard to worship if all your music points to lust it's gonna be real difficult to give God the glory you can't lift your hands if your hands are involved in immorality. The Bible said lift up holy hands. It's going to be real hard to get a vision from God if all you do is spend time watching ungodly films. God Almighty is calling you to holiness. God is calling you to purity. God is calling you back to the pattern. What are you building in your life? <laughs> I have a theory. How many in here, in here like math? All the math people. If you, if you lift your hand, wave your hand, all the people that like. Just wave your hand real high. All the people that you know how to do math. I mean, you, you, you can do some math. How many of y'all can just do stuff in your head? All, wave your hand if you like that. You're just bad like that. Number one, I don't like you too much. Because I know you're smarter than me. But I thank God that you're here. Listen to me. The guys I put up on the screen, especially Elon Musk, 
He's a mathematician. He's an engineer. These people are engineering minds. Listen what God is telling me for California. He said he brought me here to talk to the people that revolve around Silicon Valley. Revolve around L.A. that, that, that alters the world with culture. Silicon Valley that alters the world with technology. I need you to hear me. God sent me to California to ignite you on this first night of Unite. Amen. All you minds that are in here that the devil wants to capture. There are people in here right now. That's why I asked for all the mathematicians. Engineers rule the world. That's why those top three are up there. These are billionaires. These are people that create things. They're innovative. Silicon Valley is innovative. It gave us Apple. Gave us all this stuff. And God said that the apostolic movement in California needs to grab a hold of this. And needs to move this to the entire nation. Listen what you need to grab a hold of. That God gave you gifts and abilities and talents. Not for you to use it for the devil. God wants to use you to turn the world upside down. You can either work on building a tower or you can work on building the ark of God. You can either work on building a tower or you can work on being a temple. I know you want to work for Facebook, but will you plant a church? I know you want to work for Apple, but will you help a church planter? Will you help? and lawyers. We need all of those in Pentecost. But can I tell you God sent me to find some innovative apostolics who will use your gift, use your ability not to work on a monument for self, not to work on Babylon to help Babylon get better to make Google better to make Facebook better. We need some apostolics that will say, Pastor you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to help lift up your hand. We need some youth groups that say we're going to take over this entire city with Bible salvation. Why can't an apostolic build something that changes the world? Where's the apostolic Elon Musk or the apostolic Jeff Bezos? That will be like Solomon and say, I'm going to build a house for God. It's going to be the greatest thing that's ever been built. I'm not building it for myself. I want to give God the glory. I'm going to do something that rocks the world. Where are the young men and young women in here that will use your ability, amen, and say, you know what, I'm going to be a pastor instead of doing what my flesh wants to do and running away from the things of God. God Almighty is calling me to plant a church. God Almighty is calling me to work in a ministry. God Almighty. I know you want to build a nice house too and live up in Beverly Hills, but why can't an apostolic build a church in California that's never been seen before? Why can't we have churches in California that'll blow the nation's mind? You know how we're going to do it? We got to go back to the pattern. We need to get back to the prayer room. Some of you apostolics need to begin to call on Jesus and stop letting the devil... done in about a few minutes shake your neighbor real quick and say neighbor what are you building do you have the blueprint for an ark or are you building a tower 
Listen to this, y'all. Musk, and I'm done. His engineers work for him. Some of these guys work. Listen, they get there at 7 o'clock in the morning, work until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, go home, sleep for an hour or two, run back to work on the next rocket. Because they believe that they're doing something to save humanity. They do it seven days a week. Y'all not hear what I'm saying. If anybody drops out and says, I'm tired, he says, you're soft, you're weak, we don't need you. Some of these kids drop out of college to work for him. They're so smart, they're smarter than the college anyway. And he employs them. And he only employs people that are innovative, who think outside the box. I thought to myself, can you imagine if I could get a Jesus name apostolic youth group? To get in the prayer room at 7 o'clock in the morning and pray until the next morning. Because we got to hear what God wants to do to bring revival to Los Angeles. To bring revival to San Francisco. To bring revival to Fresno. Y'all not saying nothing. I wonder what would happen if we could give God the glory and praise him. We praise God for 30 minutes. We get tired and we're ready to go eat and flirt with some boy or some girl. But I wonder if we had some Jesus name apostolics tonight that would say, I'm going to praise him until I've got no more breath. Let everything. I'm challenging somebody to shout with a voice of triumph. I'm challenging somebody to give God the glory. I'm challenging somebody. I need you to take two or three people by the hand real quick. I got to quit. In a few moments, something supernatural is about to hit this building. Right now, listen, this church that is gathered here tonight on one accord is the direct opposite of the spirit of the Antichrist and Babylon that's at work. In Genesis chapter 11, Nimrod had the people with one language, one speech, one accord. And God said, the people are one. Now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Which means that when people get together as one, they are unlimited in their potential. So God came down and confused their languages. Y'all hearing me? He had to divide them so that they would not accomplish what they wanted to do. Thousands of years later, the Bible said that the church was all together in one accord in one place. And what happened at the Tower of Babel was reversed on the day of Pentecost because they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. But even though they were speaking in other tongues, they were saying the same thing.
because the temple that Solomon was building was pointing to you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't you know you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? It was always about God filling you. It was always about God living inside your body. Can I tell you a secret? When the Holy Ghost gets inside of you, you'll be able to do what Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk can't do because they have to get in a rocket to get from earth to heaven. But when the Holy Ghost gets inside of you, the day is going to come when the trumpet is going to sound and the archangel is going to shout and the apostolic church will lift off. you already got I wish I had somebody here I said they're trying to build something that you already have you're just gonna hear Jesus crack the sky you're gonna look up and you're gonna start flying that way look at your neighbor say you're gonna get a new spaceship the body that you have right now let's jump a little bit just can't go too far this body right here, what are we doing? We're practicing. Why do we lift our hands? Because we're going somewhere. What are you practicing for? When I exchange this spaceship for another one, I'm getting ready to have a glorified body. And when I lift my hands the next time, one day we just gonna do this and we not coming back down after that. We just gonna go up. Well, I feel something going. The rapture could happen this conference. It used to be that church folk were looking for Jesus to come. Now, church folk, well, I got to get my degree first. You know, I just found this little shorty and she is so cute. Getting ready to marry her. Girl already, you 14 and you still already planning out your wedding colors at 14. Come on, girls, you know what I'm talking about. Yo, oh, that's cute. I'm using that. When I get married, mm -hmm, it's going to be lilac, and we're going to use yellow, and already got your song planned out. That Some chicks, trying to, they ain't trying to go nowhere. I got a man. I'm staying right here. But you know how Pentecostals used to greet each other in the Bible? We say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's not what they did. They used to say, Maranatha. You know what Maranatha means? Come quickly, Lord Jesus. I wish I had some Pentecostals that you can keep the man. You can keep the girl. You can keep the wedding. You can keep the car. You can keep the house. You can keep the degree. Give me Jesus. 
Give me Jesus. I, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. This world is crazy. I don't know, Jeremiah. I don't know what we're looking for down here. I just want to stay here and be cute. COVID down here. Y'all not talking to me. Demi Lovato, I can't even call her her anymore. You want to stay down here where we're confused about gender at birth? The Bible's not confused. In the beginning, God made them male and female. That's plain. You want to stay down here? The devil is a liar. They can keep this world. I just want to grab as many sinners as I can and get them in the ark. I just want to grab as many sinners as I can and get them in the church. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Y'all feel like singing? Well, I feel like flying. When you put your hand up, when I'm, I'm practicing. I'm pointing to where I'm going. SpaceX doesn't have to get me there. Holy Ghost will get you there. Blue Origin doesn't have to get me there. Holy Ghost will get me there. Virgin Galactic doesn't have to get me there. Holy Ghost will get me there. And Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'm coming back to receive you. We getting ready to take a trip. Our spaceship is called Church. Jesus named Church. How do you get in this church? You repent of your sins. You get baptized in Jesus' name. God fills you with the Holy Ghost and you're ready to take a trip. Take somebody by the hand and tell them help me. Get ready. you want to do have one foot in the church and one foot in the world but when the trumpet sounds you better be all the way on this ship because if you're on a tower the tower is rooted to the ground the tower can't move the tower won't fly y'all not talking to me but this ship right here 
called in Jesus' name, tongue-talking, holiness, apostolic church. It's designed to fly, baby. It's designed to fly. It's designed to fly. I'm building something. Do you want to be on it? Grab that neighbor by the hand again and say, help me dance one more time.
his face, go to the left, go to the right. Jesus is building his church. Here's the pattern. Three stories in Noah's Ark. That's right. Three levels. How about the temple? It was based on the tabernacle, the pattern of God, three dimensions. Outer court, inner court, holy of holies. Where my Bible, where my Sunday school people at? Come on now. Here's the pattern. Jesus died, was buried, rose from the grave. Here's the pattern. I'm talking about how we build an ark. Repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If it's not Acts 2.38, you building a tower. And the tower you're building is going to end up in confusion. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. From the back to the front, side to side, look at your neighbor and say, do you have the Holy Ghost yet? Ask him, the tongue-talking Holy Ghost. I'm not just talking about a feeling. I'm talking about the tongue-talking Holy Ghost. Listen, because if you don't have the Holy Ghost, then you don't have the rocket fuel to make it from earth to heaven. Eyes have not seen, ears not have. Listen, we don't know what God has reserved for the church. Look at your neighbor and say, we will be a multiplanetary species. Not based on the towers of men. But based on the plan of God. That's how we're going to do it. Look at your neighbor on the other side. Maybe that one didn't want to talk to you. Ask him, do you have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? If you want to leave earth, go to heaven. I want you to take somebody that needs the Holy Ghost and bring them right down here, right down into the middle. Just bring them down here. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Y'all make room for them now. Y'all Pentecostals that got the Holy Ghost already spread out a little bit so folk can get the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about arcs. Getting out of here. We're not dealing with Nimrod and his tower, his Babylonian system. That Babylonian system is all mixed up. You know, you know, you know, you, you got somebody, bring them on in. Do you know what God's going to do with Babylon? In the book of Revelation, Mystery Babylon, she's riding on the beast. God is going to slay her. Babylon is cursed. Babylon will surely fall. All right. Some of you didn't make it all the way up. You might be in the middle. Here's what we're going to do. Bring those lights down a little bit so I can see these people. Listen, I need some preachers to help me up here. To help me. Shatarabasaya. 
God's about to fill some people with the Holy Ghost. Some of you preachers that are out here, come up on the platform right beside me real quick. We're getting ready to pray the prayer of faith over people that need the Holy Ghost. If you, listen, if you repent of your sins tonight, God will forgive you. Whether you're all the way up in the bleachers, in the back, or down here at the altar, or in the middle, God is going to forgive every sin tonight. Jesus shed his blood on Calvary's cross so that your sins can be washed away completely. So the first thing we're going to do tonight is we're going to repent. We're going to ask God to forgive us. Now, after we repent, I want you to lift your hands after we repent as high as you can. I'm going to speak the word of faith over this congregation, and I'm going to shout hallelujah. When I shout hallelujah, I want all of you to shout hallelujah with your loudest voice. And those of you that are seeking the gift of the Holy Ghost, what God's going to do is going to come in and fill you with his spirit. And you're going to speak with another language as the spirit gives the utterance. If you speak English, it's not going to be in English. It's going to be in another language. If you speak Spanish and English, it's not going to be in English or Spanish. It's going to be in another language. All you've got to do is let God have his way in you. You are going to speak, but you got to open your mouth and allow it to flow. you got to actually speak it out. You can't stay quiet. You're not going to get the Holy Ghost with your mouth shut. So you begin to praise him. Begin to tell him, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And God is going to fill you with his spirit. And your tongue is going to begin to move. God's going to give you a whole other language. How many know that God can fill with the Holy Ghost tonight? We're going to repent. Now listen. When somebody receives the Holy Ghost, I want you to put your thumb up in the sky so we can see that somebody received the Holy Ghost right beside you. So I want people that have the Holy Ghost to connect with somebody that doesn't have the Holy Ghost right now. And then we're going to ask God for forgiveness all over the building. We're going to repent for building towers. How many preachers building towers? Listen, Pentecostal movement, listen to the word of the Lord. Pastors, are you building a tower? Or are you building an ark? Apostolic preachers, we need to build the ark of God. We don't need to build any towers. Y'all better hear me. What we're building, it has to be of God. God's pattern. Oneness. Acts 2.38. Holiness. Without which no man shall see the Lord. If you've got those three elements, you're building the right thing. Can we repent? Come on, lift your hands and repent. Let's ask God to forgive us all over the building. Shata, Father, in the name of Jesus. If you don't know what to pray, pray what I pray. Forgive right now. I know I've sinned against you, Lord. My thoughts have been wicked. My words have been wicked. My deeds have been wicked. Lord God, I've not done what I should have done. Father, forgive me of every sin, of omission or commission. Lord Jesus, wash me tonight with your blood. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for the blood that you shed for me. Wash me in that blood tonight. Lord God, I repent. I need your spirit. I need the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. I need the Holy Ghost tonight so I can be ready for heaven. Have your way in me, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of 
Jesus Christ. Lift your hands all over the building by the authority of the word of God, by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, by the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive ye the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Remember to put that thumb up as soon as somebody gets the Holy Ghost. Yes, the Holy Ghost is already falling on somebody. Receive what God has for you.
of the name of Jesus, by the authority of the word of God, by the authority of the blood of Jesus, receive ye the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah!
people. 29, 30. 30 people. 30 people have received them. 31. 32. My God from Zion. 32 people have received the Holy Ghost so far. 33. I'm going to speak the word of faith one more time. 34. I'm going to speak the word of faith one more time. 35. <laughs> Take the hand of somebody beside you. Ask them, you sure you have the Holy Ghost? You can't leave here without it. We're going to lay hands one more time. 38 people with the Holy Ghost so far. 39. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We're going to speak the word of faith one more time. 40. We're going to speak the word of faith one more time. 41. And God Almighty will fill everybody that needs it so that we can have a conference full of people on the ark. We can have a conference full of people that have become the temple of the Holy Ghost. And we're tearing down every tower of Babel tonight. Lift your hands one more time. By the authority of the word of God. By the authority of the name of Jesus. By the authority of the blood of the Lamb of God. Who takes away the sins of the world. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive ye the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout hallelujah. Receive. Yeah. 
you are a world changer. California, do you hear me? NorCal, can you hear me? SoCal, can you hear me? God is counting on this district to allow Holy Ghost revival to sweep through so mightily that it will affect the entire country. God chose you, California, in 1906. Right in the city of angels, God chose Azusa Street to affect the whole world. 49, just received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Who's going to be number 50, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Is that somebody else just received it? Number 50, just received the Holy Ghost. 51. In the place that gives us Facebook, Instagram, all these startups. You know what these startups are? A sign to the Pentecostal church that we need more North American missionary churches. We need more church planters. Tap a dude beside you and say, would you be a church planter? I know you want to start your tech company, but, but how about you start a church and use all your tech smarts. Your church will have the best audio visual in the city. And that, that's what a church plan needs anyway, some good tech people. Praise God. Use these gifts that God has given you. All of these people working so hard to put towers and spaceships on Mars. We need to work hard to put people in heaven. Lift your hands and just begin to worship him. I want you to tell him how much you love him tonight. Come on, I want you to close your eyes and begin to tell him how much you love him tonight. Open your mouth as loud as you can. Old song we used to sing says, I need thee, oh, I need thee. Y'all know that old song? I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Lift your hands all over the building. Come on.
God's looking for some preachers. God's looking for some prayer warriors. I need the oil. Come on. I need the Where is the apostolic musk? Where is the apostolic Jeff Bezos? Where is the apostolic Zuckerberg? Where is the apostolic man and woman of God who says, I'm going to be a world changer. I'm going to do something that will change the world. I'm going to build God an ark. I'm not building something from my heart. I'm going to use his pattern. What does God want me to do? Lift your hands. Come on, tell him. Come on, say, I need thee. Oh, I need thee.